Good afternoon. It's Wednesday, the 28th of April, 2021. Welcome, everyone, to Money Lab Live. My name is, on the bottom of the screen there, Matt Jibnablonskis. I believe I'm Polish now. Uh, welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk about something that's really sort of kind of in the news, if you will. Uh, maybe not so much in the news, but in the SEO news, in the SEO world, we're going to talk about PageSpeed today, and we're going to do a huge kind of crash course on all things PageSpeed. I have multiple cards today because I'm going to split this up in two different sections. Um, also, if you're out there, please let me know that you can hear me. If you're listening to this on a podcast later, you cannot answer questions. You cannot interact with me. So why don't you join the live show on YouTube? YouTube.com slash Money Lab. Anyway, um, I'm splitting this up in two sections. I'm going to do, uh, we're mostly talking about WordPress here, but it doesn't all necessarily have to be with WordPress. Um, but I'm going to split it up into big wins that you can uh, speed up your website with. So like stuff that is really, really easy to do. You don't need to touch any code. You can just implement these few big, big things and, you know, come away with a much faster site. And then we're going to go into the details where you can really start to like, fine-tune, dial up that page speed. Um, also, before we get started, uh, I want to give a shout-out to everybody who's out there watching right now, who's listening, even. Maybe you have it on, you know, just in the background. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Uh, no guests today, but uh, we will have a guest next week. Omar Zenholm is joining us from Webinar Ninja. We're talking about, uh, you know, running a SaaS company overseas. It's going to be fun. We'll be back. We'll be back with guests. Don't worry about that. This is just, uh, we're doing solo. We're, this, is, this is more of a, uh, less of a show, more of a crash course, more of a, uh, an educational experience, hopefully. And you'll be there to ask questions along the way, and I'll be answering them along the way. Real quick before we jump into it, I just want to make sure everyone shows up. I want to make sure everyone is here. I want to say hello. Jeremiah is here. Ruben's here. We have Todd S. We have Adrian. We have, I saw Caitlin earlier. Uh, into the back country, we have uh, all these people here. Just say hello, so I know you're here. Um, and I have to make a disclaimer in this episode. I have to make a disclaimer. The disclaimer is that I'm going to be sharing some affiliate links. That means um, when I share these links, I get paid. But there are things that I actually use, and there's only a handful. So if you see it, don't be alarmed. Um, Daddy's got to make money, you know what I mean? Here we are. Ben's here. Welcome, Ben. Um, Brian's here. Welcome, Brian. Uh, thank you for... Bob's here. Bob Geo's here. That's my father, everyone. My father is in the chat, so please keep your P's and Q's about you. Uh, White Coat Trainer is up. Alex R., if you will. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to split this up. Oh, Sorry. Chanel's here. Jack's here. Welcome. Thank you, everybody, for joining me today and going over all this. Um, I'm going to let's let's just break it down. Let's outline this. Oh, by the way, if you're uh, a longtime fan of the show, you'll notice I filled out the rest of the guitar space over the weekend. So now it looks complete. Doesn't look empty. Anyway, uh, moving on, we have big wins. So the big wins are going to be uh, we're going to go over how to test and read those tests on your site, okay? That's what we're gonna do. 
That's a big one. I mean, that's going to basically solve most of your problems. If you if you understand how to test your site and how to read the test and and know how to fix those things, everything else is going to be really easy for you. Um, so that's the first thing we're going to start with, and then we're going to go into big wins. Um, you know, changing hosting companies, using Cloudflare, certain plugins that you can just like install, hit a few check boxes, and your site's going to be very, 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 very much faster. And I know that's not proper English, but that is what we're going to do. And then we're going to go into the details, the deets, as uh, some of the kids call it, I believe, these days, right? Are the kids still saying deets? Or is that just me? Is that just bug repellent? So the details, uh, this is where I'm going to go over some um, technical stuff. We have uh, fonts, JavaScript, and all that. So before we get into all of this stuff, um, the biggest thing that I want to talk about is this whole core web vitals thing. What is core web vitals? What's going to happen in uh, apparently now mid June of 2021, it's been, it's been pushed back a few times. Um, apparently Google's rolling out a pretty massive update. That's going to focus on page speed as a, you know, that's a big problem or as a big, uh, ranking factor. And thankfully, uh, I've been somebody who has kind of been singing the praises of having a really fast website for a very long time. And in fact, I made a course, uh, I think it was, was it last year or two years ago called page speed for bloggers. That's my first affiliate link. You go to moneylab.co slash page speed. I do have an entire video course on the details. This is mostly just a crash course. If you want like full blown details, that's where to go. Uh, you can buy that course on its own, or you can sign up for Money Lab Pro, which is uh, a monthly subscription, and you get access to that course, plus all my other courses, plus access to a community, which includes me. So if you want to ask me questions at any given time throughout your membership, you can do that. And anybody else can help in the community as well. We're all a bunch of me's in the community, which means we all own websites and we all make money from them. So that's where we are now. So Core Web Vitals, let's jump over to the screen and let me show you what this looks like. So these are the big three. Um, there's largest contentful paint, first input delay and uh, cumulative layout shift. Um, what do all of these pieces mean? Do you really even need to know what these mean? Eh, I don't know, but let's, let's find out anyway. So LCP or the largest contentful paint, is a metric that reports the render time of the largest image or text block visible within the viewport. So meaning when, you're, when your page first loads, what's the biggest piece of content? What's the biggest block of content? That's your largest content, con contentful paint, okay? And so that is that can be text and it could be an image. In my case, I found out it's actually an image, or sorry, it's actually not an image, it's a text block which is kind of bizarre, but I'll, I'll kind of show you my site. We're gonna, we're gonna take one page of my site, uh, brewcabin.com. We're just gonna explore it. I'm gonna show you everything I did to make that site like 100%. Why did I say it that way? First input delay is, uh, it measures the time from when a user first interacts with the page. So when they click a link, tap on a button, use um, or use a custom JavaScript powered control. JavaScript is one of those things that um, you can use JavaScript on your website. I'm not against JavaScript, but you kind of have to use just plain old, very, 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 very simple JavaScript. 
We're not talking about adding jQuery or other JavaScript libraries into your website. Now, of course, pages need JavaScript. Some pages need JavaScript. I, I don't think you do. There's ways around it. CSS3 can do a lot. HTML5 can do a lot that you don't need JavaScript for. Um, yeah, so um, let me know uh, who's out there. We got um, Susan's out there, and I know Jeremiah is. Yeah, am I saying that right? Contentful? Contentful? It's not contentful. It's contentful. I don't know what it means. It's apparently not a word. Google's always inventing words, like Google. Okay, so that's your first input delay, and then you have your cumulative cumulative sh layout shift, which is uh, measures the sum total of all individual layout shift scores for every unexpected layout shift that occurs during the entire lifespan of a page. What does that mean in layman's terms? Well, it means that when you load a page and you have like an ad that pops up and it moves all the freaking content down and it shifts while you're on the page, it's that. Um, very annoying. It's very terrible for user experience. And that's why we're going to get rid of it because it sucks. By the way, um, before I, uh, another disclaimer, I don't like ads on websites. I don't like banner ads. So if you have a site and you make your money with banner ads, I, I really hope that the companies that you're working with are doing their absolute best to make sure that their stuff loads as fast as possible. I know some of them are because they're gonna lose a lot of customers if they don't. Um, there's a, back in the day, I used a plugin called Ad Sanity, which I think I talked about on a last episode of this show. And uh, that's where you can sell your own ads, you know, not have to give any away, give any of that sweet coin away to uh, a third party ad salesman or salesperson or sales company. Um, so maybe look into that. I know it's more work. Um, so, okay. That is basically what, uh, that's the core web vitals. Okay. Now I want to show you this page. This is a page, uh, and I'm going to, hold on. Let me just, uh, move that up. Cool. So uh, by the way, if you have any questions, feel Feel free to ask them at any time because I'm going to get to them in real time as we go through all of this stuff, okay? So this is my website, brewcabin.com. It is built on my own theme, my own WordPress theme called Carbonate. If you want Carbonate, you can buy it individually or you can get it if you sign up for Money Lab Pro. Uh, but you can go to uh, moneylab.co slash Carbonate, and that's spelled C-A-R-B-O-N-A-T-E. Okay, um, so this is built on that. It's very, 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 very lightweight theme. And if, as you can see, as I scroll through this, it's it's not a small post. We have a big image at the top. We have a lot of text. We have affiliate links that are coming in here. Uh, like this is an affiliate link. This is an affiliate link. Uh, this is an affiliate link. All with Lasso is the the plugin. Also, if you want Lasso, uh, which is a WordPress plugin for affiliate marketers. You can go to moneylab.co slash lasso. I told you the affiliate links would be coming out today. I apologize. But again, we run a business here. Uh, so it's a pretty long post. I'm still scrolling. Um, yeah. It's a biggie. Big post. This post, now when I do my, um, my, my page speed testing, okay, let me just pull up my card here. When I do my page speed testing, I use 
two different tools. I use the PageSpeed Insights from Google and I use gtmetrics.com. Uh, if we go over to gtmetrics, which is literally gt and the metrics with an x at the end instead of like a cs uh this one page this, this article which is i don't usually like to test the home page because the home page in my case is not the most popular page this happens to be my most popular page it gets the most traffic on brew cabin um this page scored a hundred percent it has no blocking time it's zero milliseconds which is insane and it loads in 249 milliseconds um, you know, back in the day when this, when they didn't use to kind of go off of web vitals, like when I did my course, it wasn't web vitals. It was, you know, just how long does it take for the content to load? Um, the goal was to get it under one second. You know, now we're just, now we're just being ridiculous. Uh, 249 milliseconds is instant, you know? So that's great. And, uh, and so we're going to kind of walk through this and how to read this. The other page or the other tool that I use obviously are PageSpeed Insights from from Google. Um, this scored a 99 on mobile. Uh, there is, I wish I can get 100%. It would be nice to get 100% in Google since I'm getting it in GT metrics. But alas, here we are. Still, <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty impressive. Um, now you can see it does not pass Core Web Vitals in the last 28 days because I had a stupid, stupid line of JavaScript in the header for Google Optimize, their own product. And it was crushing my uh, core web vitals, my speed. So I removed it in the last two weeks. And so it's I'm gonna need 28 days for this to pass, but it'll be fine by the time it comes up. Um, so yeah, everything is, is, is super fast, but let me go through and uh, I wanna show you, cause you can, whoops, I just clicked the button. So there are, um, when you go through this, right, you'll see down here under diagnostics, I don't have anything that's like in red or in orange that kind of tells me like, hey, you have this script that's blocking this, or hey, you have this that's blocking that. Um, I, I tend not to use that anyway, because I actually wanna see the scripts that are blocking. And it does show you some stuff, but um, let, me, let me go through it. But real quick, let me just address, uh, you know, JC's out there. Hey, what's up? Uh, Brent's out there. Your therapy source has a question. My goal is to always grow my email list. And when I add sign up boxes, can I show this on screen? What's going to happen? <laughs> That's going to happen. It's not going to work. Let me move over to here and let me add that. Okay. So when I add sign up boxes through my core web vitals drops, of course, any suggestions on how to balance uh, between email signups and core web vitals? Yeah, you don't need pop-ups. Um, I was testing different pop-ups recently, uh, using lead pages pop-ups. So you can just take a single line of code, stick it in your, in your uh, single dot PHP for WordPress and you'll get a pop-up. Um, it was crushing page speed, obviously it's, it's JavaScript. And the reason it crushes page speed and any sort of pop-up, you know, plugin like this will crush page speed is because a lot of these pop-up plugins are they're designed to be customized. And when they're designed to be customized, they require a very, very large CSS file, which is all of your styles for all the different types of customizations you can do. And 
you know, I know companies like, and, and I'm throwing under the bus here, these companies, I'm sorry, but this is what I know. And this is, you know, I don't have the most updated information. So please let me know if I'm being incorrect in any of my statements here, but you know, sites, you know, companies like Sumo and, and, uh, what's the monster Optin monster and, and companies like that, even lead pages, they have to accommodate a lot of different types of pop-ups. And so when they do that, what are they doing? They're, they're loading all of that JS. They're loading all of that CSS onto your site and you don't really need it. So there's all this like extra, extra code that you really don't need. And with page speed, the goal is to have the only the code you need to show the things that you need to show everything else. It's irrelevant. You don't really need it. And also um, we'll get into this too. Like some of the philosophy behind doing all this page speed stuff is because for me, you know, my website, Swim University, it's, it's pool care. And a lot of my customers are all getting, you know, they're all on their phones or their tablets and they're out by their pools, which is not, you know, sometimes not on Wi-Fi. So they're, so they're on 3G, maybe edge network, God forbid. Okay. And they're basically the lowest possible that my website better load fast or else they're not going to like take my information. They're not going to read my stuff. They're not going to subscribe and all that stuff. So for me, it's all about getting, you know, the, the page speed to be incredibly fast and with pop-ups. Yes. Let's look at my page instead of like speculating here. So if we go to my page, I don't have a pop-up, but at the very, very top, I have a, I'm calling it an embeddable pop-up if, if you will. So the idea is like, this is my, this is essentially my pop-up, right? Maybe you don't subscribe there. That's okay. You could also do a mid page, um, opt-in, which is kind of like a pop-up if you're scrolling and all of a sudden, boom, there's an ad subscribe for my thing. This is not technically a subscribe box, but you could make this a subscribe box. And then at the very bottom, you get done reading the article. Wow. This article was really great. I love this man. He is so smart and talented and, and, and handsome. Oh, I, he has an email. I want to sign up for his email list. I'm assuming that's what everyone is thinking. Don't challenge me on that. Anyway, so uh, that is why we don't do pop-ups. They suck. Plus, I mean, think about it this way. You hate pop-ups. Why are you going to subject your audience to that? Uh, so going back to, let's go back to GT metrics. The biggest thing that you need to understand is this, the waterfall. The waterfall is how your page loads, okay, in what order. And this might be a little hard to see. Let's see if I can jack this up, okay. Um, so basically it loads, this first line, it loads the page. Here's your big win. Switch hosting companies. And I mean that. If you're getting crushed with page speed and this section, this first thing is taking a ridiculously long time, your hosting company sucks. I've, I've, there's a lot of people in Money Lab Pro who they've tried, they did all the stuff, they did all the techniques on how to, you know, increase their page speed that they learned from the course, but they didn't change their hosting company because, you know, the hosting company was, you know, they liked their hosting company. It was cheaper. It's, you know, it's whatever. That's your first line of defense is, is if they're blocking you, if they're, if they're a bad hosting company, they're going to, you, there's nothing you can do to your website. That's going to make it 
that much faster. That is your biggest win. Now, personally, uh, I've, I've used many hosting companies over the years. The one that I'm sort of tied to right now and that I actually like, there are obviously things I, there's some UI issues I have with like the way they have their website, but that's not nothing to, uh, not nothing, double negative to, to complain about. It's, um, for me, it's WP Engine is what I use. Um, I spend about a hundred bucks a month for it for all three of my websites. Now, uh, I used to spend $600 a month. That's a lot of money. And the reason that I don't spend that much anymore is because I learned how to cache my website properly, which is what we're going to go over. Another big win. And so therefore, WP Engine's not counting every little single person that's coming to my website and charging me for that. They're only counting the times that my websites, the times that their servers are being used, and it's only once to grab the cached you know, files, and then for the whole day, they're just seeing that same cached file over and over again unless I change something in, in WordPress or wherever, and that's it. So they're only seeing the times that I go in and, and make changes. And so because of that, I was able to downgrade my account to not having that much traffic, which is great for that because I'm not utilizing their servers as much. I'm not taxing their servers with every single person coming into my site and using their resources. Okay. Um, if that doesn't make sense, it's okay. It doesn't have to make sense. All you need to know is that if you switch hosting companies, not not all hosting companies. Now, the one I use is WP Engine. Kinsta is another good one. I see Vicky here is using SiteGround. I don't know anything about SiteGround, but it might be worth testing. I don't know. Look at the look at your first line in your water waterfall and see how and see where it is. If it looks pretty bad, you'll see it'll 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 turn red and or it'll be gray. It'll see so, you know, if this gray thing it says blocking. Okay, that's not good. Um, yeah, so I don't spend 600 bucks a month anymore. I spend 100 bucks a month. It's worth it. It's worth every penny. Uh, and if you want WP Engine, if you want to switch to WP Engine, I do recommend it. Uh, moneylab.co slash engine. That's the affiliate. Okay. But I use it. I use it for all my sites. It's all one account, and they're all there. Okay. Um, let's move forward. We have the next thing is my CSS file. That's it. My CSS file is cached by WP Rocket, which is what we're going to talk about in a second. Um, but you kind of need your CSS file. You could save a ton of time by loading all of your CSS in line, meaning like every single div can have their own style class. But that is insane. We're not going to do that. And instead, we're just going to, you know, it's an external file. But it's not an external file served by a CDN. It's an external file on your own website. So your server is serving that. So it's much faster. All right. Then I have my logo. My logo is an SVG. I'm getting a spam risk call. Uh, my logo is an SVG. You know, a lot of logos are, well, you, you can make them PNGs. You can make them JPEGs. You can make them GIFs or GIFs. Uh, SVG is the fastest image file on the internet. Okay. Uh, I highly recommend you change your images to S your, not your, not all your images need to be SVG, but your logo, the one that appears on all your web pages, any sort of logo, anything that appears on all of your web pages, it's best if you can make it an SVG. 
and an SVG really can only be applied to vector images, not um, photographs. So if, you're, if you have a photograph, pretty much has to be a JPEG or a PNG. And you can test the PNG and um, JPEG to see which one has the smaller file size. Sometimes PNGs, when you save them, they might have a smaller file size than a JPEG. So <clears throat> that's it. Uh, yeah, so then I have a PNG here. Then I have Rocket Loader from Cloudflare. Because I don't have that much JS on my website, I may not need Rocket Loader, but it's fine. It doesn't take up any room. and um, It's just a checkbox in Cloudflare that you can add. I say add it. It helps. Then you have my Lazy Load JS, which is from WP Rocket. Um, again, what's, what's cool about this is it is you know a JavaScript file. But the, that file does so much more to save on page speed. It's absolutely insane. So you're trading one thing for another thing, but that trade-off is like super worth it. And that JS is on your website. It's not being served up from a CDN or some other external URL that, you know, every time you load your page, it has to go and like, attack, you know, find that website, um, download it or whatever. That takes a long time sometimes. And so it's since I'm serving it up on my own thing, you know, it, it works out. Uh, Ivan has this. Uh, what's a good plugin for SVG? I heard it can be a security issue. Yeah, it, um, there's there's like safe SVG, I think, is the uh, plugin you can use. Um, I, I don't care. I don't care. I use Cloudflare. It's got, you know, fixes things. I also have backups for WP Engine, like WP Engine and Cloudflare together, security is not an issue for me, it's just not. So I don't I don't really, yeah, safe F F SVG, thank you, Ben. Um, so yeah, then we move on to, we have this uh, Lasso.js, which I am just now learning as a thing. I'll have to talk to Andrew about that and see what th what's up with that. I know that he just pushed an update for Lasso that works with WP Rocket, another plugin that makes things that much faster. Okay, then you have my favicon, <laughs> whatever. And then uh, I'm still using Gravatar. I'm gonna actually switch this and that's gonna make my website even that much faster. But I mean, at this point, it doesn't even really matter. Uh, so that is the waterfall. You're basically just, as the page loads, it's loading all of these different things. Now, uh, another thing you can use is on top of WP Engine switching your hosting company, you can use something like Cloudflare. Essentially what Cloudflare does is, uh, you know, in, in layman's terms, takes a picture of your website and serves that from the closest server from wherever that person is who is visiting your website. So it's not actually, so like let's say somebody is in Canada and you are in Colorado and you know, your servers are in Austin, Texas. Right, which I believe is where WP Engine is, although I'm pretty sure they're not running their own servers. They're probably using cloud-based servers from Amazon or Google. So wherever those are in the world. Um, but with WP Engine, you you know, that's how they make their money. It's is you're using their services, right? You're and so they can charge you for the amount that you use their services for. Like, for example, uh with with Comcast, I'm using Xfinity for internet. And, you know, when I use up their services, they charge me more money if I over, if I go over the amount that I need. Same thing with WP Engine. 
What Cloudflare does is Cloudflare caches your entire website and stores basically a picture. I'm not not a JPEG, but you know, a picture, a snapshot of your website and your all your pages. Um, and it will spread them across all of their server networks across the world. And let's say they have a server network in Canada that's close to that visitor. That's where your website's going to be served from. So you're not taxing the server for WP Engine. And even on WP Engine, right, you have a database where all of your, you know, content is stored. So what happens is, is you go to, if you were to, if you didn't have Cloudflare, you would go to WP Engine, or you would go to your website, which essentially hits WP Engine, then WP Engine has to hit the database to pull down the content, you know, and all the images and stuff like that, and it serves all that. Well, that's gonna that's gonna tax WP Engine servers, and they're gonna charge you for that because that's how they make their money on on the amount of users. However, going to Cloudflare, they take a picture, so they're not hitting WP Engine's database and WP Engine servers. It's Cloudflare now. And Cloudflare is free, by the way. A lot of people use it, okay? Uh, you can pay for it. I do pay for it uh, because there's some rules that I like to uh, set, but you don't need to. It's completely free. Uh, if we go over to, I want to show you just some key things that I would click and, and optimize. So uh, if you go over into speed and you go under optimization, um, I have it set to auto minify everything, even though WP Rocket does that, uh, you don't need to do that. I have Batoli set, just speeds up some stuff. Um, I don't have it automatically optimized for WordPress. I don't think you need to. I have uh, HTTP2 prioritization turned on. I have Mirage turned on. I have Rocket Loader turned on. And I don't use AMP, AMP is stupid. If you're using AMP files, then you run a news site and your site is slow already. Uh, my sites load faster than AMP files and and I, you just don't need two files. Make your website fast. You don't need a secondary, you know, stripped down version of your website that gets served just for Google. They're gonna get rid of that, I guarantee it. Um, then you have <sighs> caching. Uh, I don't think you do any configuration there. Yeah, you could do some. I just have it set to standard. Uh, always online, obviously. So what's cool about this is like, you know, if WP Engine goes down, Cloudflare's up. So you're, you know, you're always, you're always up and running, which is great. Because there's sometimes like I'll do some code work, and this is very rare nowadays because I use um, a staging platform. But you could do some code work and you break your site, or some plugin you update breaks your site and you don't know it, and you have the automatic updates set. Which, by the way, do not do that. I don't. I don't have my plugins automatically update now. I do not trust plugin developers. I used to be one. Okay, um, it can crush your site. It can just literally take it offline. And I've had it happen to me. But because of Cloudflare, it's that picture is still taken. So it's still up for I guess 24 hours in my case because I, I I refresh it every 24 hours. Um, so yeah, that's basically it. For Cloudflare, I mean, you have some rules that I have set. Um, I have like I bypass. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Jeremiah is right. When Cloudflare goes down, <laughs> yeah, that has happened. When that that happened, here's the, here's what's funny about that. That did happen. I think a year ago or two years ago, like the internet was down because everyone uses Cloudflare. So you're kind of like you're not alone. 
it's it's it sucks but you're not alone um and that's i mean it did happen but it's rare anyway uh so i have some page rules set up for brew cabin really simple basically because it's such an aggressive caching um service that i bypass caching on the actual admin side of things so wp-admin and wp-login and then what i do is i have it um set to browser caching for an entire month. I end up breaking that cache every day with a different thing, but you don't need to do that. We're not, we're not even gonna get into that. Um, so that's my two big wins there besides WP Rocket, which is switching your hosting company and moving on the Cloudflare. I promise we're gonna get into more, uh, you know, Cody-based things, but I mean, honestly, you can do a lot with those two things. The other one is WP Rocket. This is the greatest plugin ever for PageSpeed. It, I, I've used many different plugins for PageSpeed. This is the one. You do have to pay for it. It's worth every penny. And if you want, um, I have an affiliate URL. Just go to moneylab.co slash, slash rocket, and you will get it. Um, let's see what the pricing is. I know this is like a video and then it could be changing tomorrow, whatever. Um, but let's, let's find out $49 for a single site per year. That's not bad. Uh, I pay for this, the infinite package, which is, um, all of my sites because I have three. I could use this, I guess. But I think, no, I have another site. So yeah, I probably dropped down to that, to be honest. Okay, so I'm gonna show you all of the different pieces that I, all the different settings for WP Rocket and what WP Rocket can do. The reason I started using WP Rocket back in the day was because uh, when, you know, WP Engine, that's my hosting company, they ended up uh, having like this, their own like page speed, aggressive caching, and they didn't, they didn't play nice with other caching plugins like W3 and Supercache and all these plugins, but they did play nice with WP Rocket. And I think WP Rocket worked hand in hand with them. And honestly, it's like I my friend um, John from Minimalist Baker was using it and he's the one that showed me. And I was like, yeah, this, oh, yes. I, I just bought it that day and, and installed it because I was I had I was kind of like doing everything WP Rocket can do with a bunch of different plugins, you know, like lazy loading its own thing and like minifying was its own plugin and all these different plugins kind of like doing what WP Rocket can do all together. And it was just like and then I was even doing on my own coding for lazy loading too, which was like you know, if something changed or whatever, I'd go in and make that code change. I didn't want to do that. WP Rocket was worth every penny. And so if we go into settings, the WP Rocket, I'm just going to show you the settings that I use for Brew Cabin to make the site fast. The biggest win you can do with WP Rocket is lazy loading images and videos. That is going to save you so much. And that is one of the reasons why this site looks the way it does. Okay, when you look at this, there's not that many things that are loading. Where are all those images? I have images all over that page. We saw it. Look, there's here's here's an image, 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 
here's an image, here's an image, here's an image. You get the point. Why aren't all of those loading here? Because they're not a part of the viewport. They get loaded later as you scroll. Same thing with video. If you go on to, let's see, let's go up to brewing and let's go to this, okay? That, there's the video, okay? Technically, that's an image. That is not a video, because watch what happens. I click it, and now it becomes an embed, all right? So if I right-click this again, hit inspect, and let's get out of this screen and hover over it, that, my friends, is a JPEG. WP Rocket does that. So it loads videos. And if you if you embed YouTube videos on your website and you run it through W or GT metrics, and you'll see YouTube throws in a ton of JavaScript because they have ads they need to run, they have metrics they need to take, you know, there's all of these things. That's fine, except it crushes like load times. And that's Google's product. So here's the thing about Google. They're like, you know, make your page speed quick, but make sure you have analytics, make sure you embed YouTube videos. They're not saying this, but it's like their own product. You know, use our products, Google Optimize. All of these things suck when it comes to your page speed. They like literally destroy your page speed. So what do you do? You have to do these little hacks like this, which is part of WP Rocket. Literally, we go into WP Rocket and we go into, uh, on the side here, you'll see media. And you can just click a checkbox, enable for images, enable for iframes and videos, and replace YouTube iframe with a preview image. And then you can exclude images from lazy loading. So I exclude the two images that are in my viewport, which are my logo and this image right here, because that will stop the layout shift. Because when you, it's just annoying to look at. When you first load this page, and then the logo pops in a little bit later, and this and that image pops in a little bit later. It's annoying, and I think it leads to the like the CLS. Um, you could crush that. So I exclude those two images from being lazy loaded because I want them to appear immediately, you know, and that's fine. If you you know the best thing is not to have an image up here, and then to have this as a SVG, SVG, super fast. But alas, you gotta do something. And again, obviously didn't do anything to hurt my website speed whatsoever. Uh, then you can, um, another thing that's uh, to, to fix the CLS or the cumulative layout shift is to check this box here, which is add missing image dimensions. So this will add dimensions into your images automatically. So it does the calculation, how big is this image, adds those in automatically so that it's set to that image size so that when it lazy loads, it doesn't like guess and then get bigger or smaller. So that's, Checkbox, gone, done. Uh, and I disable uh, WordPress embeds. I don't know. I don't think you need to do it. Caching, I cache for mobile devices. Um, I set user caching, so even if I'm logged in, that's that's cached as well. The thing is, is when you start to get into this like extreme caching stuff, it does get annoying <laughs> when you have to update a post or when you have to like update your code. You have to employ a trick, and I will show you that trick. So because I have Cloudflare, because I have WP Rocket, because I have all this caching stuff, if I go ahead and change something in this post, you know, WP Rocket's pretty good at when you hit update, it'll bust the cache for that post. 
But if you change something in the code, like maybe I, you know, this is custom coded up here. So I change this text to something else. And then I go to my website, it's not going to show because it's cached. A quick way to just see that new change is to break the cache. All you have to do, and oh, you can't see it. Uh, <laughs> I'll type, oh, here's what I'll do. I'll bring this down a little bit. Okay, you see that up here? I know it's hard to read, but all you gotta do is type in question mark at the end of the URL, one equals two. So all you're doing is basically putting in a URL variable in at the end. The variable, the variable is one and the value is two. It doesn't matter what it is. It can literally be question mark gobbledygook equals other gobbledygook. It doesn't really matter. That's just the, the process. And this breaks the cache on that page temporarily. But as soon as you remove this, and obviously no one's typing that in, it goes right back. So if you have to do any quick testing, that's the way you can do it. Um, and you'll start to notice that once you start to get into like heavy caching, you're like, why didn't I change this? Why didn't it update? It's probably that. Um, anyway, so moving forward, uh, let me see if anyone's got any questions before we get too far into the weeds here. Yeah, we talked about SVGs. Oh, Michelle's here, Paula's here, Ant's here. Bradbury Robinson, cool name. I like that name, Vicky's here. Sweet. Okay, so uh, that's pretty much it for caching, file optimization, minify your CSS, why not? Uh, combine all your CSS files, why not? They're all the same thing. Optimize CSS delivery, sure, we'll do that. JavaScript files. I do not minify my JavaScript files, and here's the reason. One, I don't have that many JavaScript files. Two, that can break your site. So if you're gonna do this, I'm not saying you, you shouldn't do this. In fact, you should do this, but do it and test to make sure your site's still working, all the JavaScript's still working because chances are it'll, it'll break. That's happened. Um, so I don't do that. What I do is I leave the minification off of JavaScript and I let you know these companies that are creating JavaScript files, they're mostly all minified to begin with anyway, so you don't really have to do it you know, through, uh, you don't have to have a program to kind of auto minify it. The other thing is you can load JavaScript deferred. You should be doing that anyway in your code. Most companies, they have like async and deferment towards the um, afterwards. You don't really have to worry about this. However, I did find out recently that delay JavaScript execution is something that I need because I use a Facebook pixel on my website and WP Rocket caches some of that information, but it loads it in the beginning and then it was sending off a red flag in PageSpeed Insights. And so I checked this box and that went away, which is great. And I'll explain. So um, that's what I do here. Media, we already went over that. Preloading. Um, I have all the preloading set, okay? Um, I even preload or I, I prefest prefetch DNS requests from things that I use like Google Analytics, like uh, Gravatar, which I'm gonna get rid of, like Amazon Media Files, uh, like Cloudflare. You, these are all in PageSpeed for bloggers, the course. Um, you know, you don't necessarily have to do this, but you know, that uh, doesn't hurt. Also, uh, and I, I have a huge list of all these things that you can um, prefetch and you can just paste them all in there. It doesn't really matter. 
The other thing too with uh, fonts, this is actually pretty new. So this is awesome because uh, in PageSpeed for Bloggers, I actually teach you how to preload the fonts automatically. Here's my suggestion. And this is actually a part of, and we can kind of go back and forth. We're not on a strict schedule here. But I have this whole thing about the, the tiny little details. Here's what I'll say about fonts. I know you want nice looking fonts. I get that. I'm a designer. I like nice fonts too. It's not worth it. It's not worth it for page speed, especially if you're using like Google fonts and you're loading Google fonts in. You are, what you're doing is every time you want to see a font, you have to go to Google, which we already know sucks at page speed, ironically. And you have, it pulls down that font file, the, you know, the WAF file, the, the TTF file, the whatever, you know, font files to serve that up every time that's killing your page speed. So what you can do, if you want, uh, if you still want to use your Google fonts, you still want to use your fancy fonts, fine. I'm going to discourage you from using those fonts. I'm going to say there is a pretty nice list of web safe fonts out there. They're okay. They look pretty, Arial's a nice looking font. It really is. Let's be honest. Georgia is a nice looking font. Okay. These are web safe fonts. Use them. Everyone has them installed on their computer and they don't need to load external files for your fonts. That's my, that's my tip. That's another one that'll save you big. Not as big as hosting and, you know, other things, but it's big. Now, if you want to load your own fonts, and that's completely fine, what the way you have to do it is you have to download those fonts. You can download, I would only download two. You can download WOFF, W-O-F-F, and W-O-F-F-2. Okay, you can download them from Google if you're using Google Fonts. Preload them yourself. So you upload it to your theme folder. So you up, you know, you maybe in your theme folder, you create a folder called Fonts. You upload those two files, WAF and WAF2, okay? And then you go in here and you type in that WP content themes, your font file, and then you type in that font name, WOFF. If you do that, what happens is it'll preload the font at the beginning of your, when the page loads, and that font will be available and you're loading it from your own server. So it'll be way, 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 way faster than just including Google's, you know, one line of code that basically, you know, what is it? It's one line of code, but that one line of code can crush page speed and it, and it gets loaded pretty early. And it also leads to you that CLS problem, that cumulative layout shift where like, you know, all of the font is, I don't know, Arial probably as a de default. And then it switches to whatever font you have. And it's like this jarring switch. This is how you can stop doing that. But I recommend, and, and out there, I've already seen, um, you know, Futura is what I use as my headline font. Doesn't work on every single site, but it replaces it with like Arial and it's fine. Um, Lato is another one. It's pretty good. Arial is a good font, obviously. Um, and so uh, also Gavin asks, how did you design your homepage for some university? It's clean. I use Generate Press. Any tips? Yeah, bicarbonate. See what I did there? It's bicarbonate is baking soda. Anyway. Um, bicarbonate, it's my WordPress theme. I use it for all my sites. If you look at all of them, they're all using the same theme. It's $79. You can buy it individually, or you can get it if you sign up for MoneyLab Pro. So if you go to moneylab.co slash carbonate, C-A-R-B, 
See it? Carb. Uh, Nate. Right? What is it? Oh, my God. Carbon. Carbon. Like life forms. Carbon 8. A-T-E. Or you can go to moneylab.co slash pro and get it for 49 bucks a month. Plus support. There's no support with Carbonate on its own, but if you subscribe to Money Lab Pro, there's support forever. For as long as you pay for Money Lab Pro, I guess. Okay, anyway. Uh, so, other than that, I don't do any advanced stuff. You don't need to. I do database cleanup. Just check them all. Uh, I don't have a CDN. Don't need it. Not with all of this uh, caching. You don't need it. Um, I do control the heartbeat, which I don't feel like explaining. I learned it a while back. It's fine. Just just check it. This is a big one. This is a big one. If you're using Google Analytics on your website, check this on. Okay. If you're using a Facebook Pixel, turn this on as well. Here's I'm going to go into a, a real quick thing. So, with Google Analytics, a lot of people, including myself, switch to Tag Manager. Because with Tag Manager, you can manage all of your different tags, your Facebook pixels, your, all these different things in one viewport in Google. And then you had one line of code that you would stick in your theme that would just load them all at you know in your footer or whatever. Google Tag Manager, like every other Google product, kills your page speed. Stop using it. I know it's 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 like but I need it. I know. You have to add this code manually to your website, to your theme. And and so all you have to do is you go into Google Analytics and you grab that tag, that little block of code that's in the admin section. You go into your footer.php and you add it after your closing body tag in HTML. If you do that, and you turn this on in WP Rocket, what WP Rocket does, which is very clever, is normally that block of code has to go to Google and grab their JS file and then you know do their thing. We Google slow, okay? Going to Google and coming back. What WP Rocket has done is they serve up that JavaScript, which is the same JavaScript for everybody, locally on your own server, on your own WordPress install. So it makes it way faster. So if you're having an issue with analytics, like if you look at your GT metrics and you're like, analytics is blocking, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. The, the way to fix that is add that code block the way you used to bet in the past, the way you used to do it. You know, not with Google Tag Manager. Get rid of it. I know it sucks. And then turn this on and you'll be good to go. Same thing with the Facebook Pixel. If you're using the Facebook Pixel, add it in your footer after the closing body tag maybe after analytics right there, okay? And then, again, Facebook's all the same JS. So what you do is you turn this on, WP Rocket's already got it, they install it on your local server, and now you're not constantly going to Facebook every single time somebody visits your website. It's the best. Um, the other one I use is Cloudflare. Cloudflare, they have an integration with Cloudflare, which is nice because um, you just, you enter your API keys and what you can do is up in this little top corner, you can clear your Cloudflare cache right from WP engine or right from, you know, WordPress. You don't have to log into, uh, you don't have to log into Cloudflare. I used to have to log into Cloudflare. 
And Cloudflare makes their own plugin too. But if you're using WP Rocket, you don't need both plugins. You just use WP Rocket. Um, that's it for WP Rocket. And again, if you want it, and I highly recommend that you get it, uh, you can go to moneylab.co slash w uh, slash rocket excuse me moneylab.co slash rocket okay um we're gonna switch gears let's no, it's not been an hour yet so that's pretty good all right we're gonna switch gears over into the details um there's really not too much to go over here but before we get into that i would love to answer some questions if we have it out there let's just bring it up let's just bring up maybe they're not even questions all right um let's see let's see where's the ukulele jeremiah asks well i don't know how to play the ukulele it's different strings i mean i can i've, I've tried it it's okay i don't like this i don't like it bob geo says thanks brian he gets the most credit i know i don't know what that means but I'm assuming it's about me, and I do get all the credit. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so let's move. Let's see where we got. Where we got? Yeah. Uh, let's move. Let's move. Let's move. Any ideas if CLS includes email pop-ups? I do not know. Probably not, um, because pop-ups don't. It depends on when the pop-up loads. Uh, but I do not think it 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 counts for that. So, and yeah, we talked about, you know, pop-ups. I just, again, I don't think pop-ups are worth it. And I've, I've tried it. Like I just, here's what I did. So I have Swim University. I have this like website and it's got the thing at the top and it's got the thing in the middle and it's got the thing at the bottom. Okay. That was converting totally without any pop-ups at around 2%. So for, you know, every 100 people that visit my website, two of them would subscribe. I also added a pop-up an excellent intent pop-up that was converting at 0.7%. So my point is, is just embed those things in your posts. They're way less jarring. They're way less interruptive. They make for a better user experience. And it's like, you're scrolling. You can just keep scrolling. You can scroll right past it. And then if you want, you can, you know, yeah. Money lab tip. If you sign up for free for GT metrics, you can change the default location for testing. Yes, you can do that. I do. I did. I didn't sign in today, but I do have that. Um, yeah, Vicky, uh, she got a score of 71, but it's up from 50. Again, you have to make those subtle improvements over time. Everything that we're talking about now, you, this is what I did. You don't have to do it this way. I just got laser focused on just making page speed of an absolute priority. And it took time. It took time learning all the different, like, okay, now, you know, it's like, I fixed this one problem, changing hosting companies. Fix the next problem, using Cloudflare. Fix the next problem, lazy loading, all these things with WP Rocket, in that order, okay? You get to that point and you're like, okay, now let's look at the waterfall and see where I can make these small minor improvements, and which is what we're gonna go over in a little, in a little bit. Uh, yeah, and she said WP Rocket helped a lot, and that's true. Uh, again, one of my favorite plugins. Uh, yeah. And again, I despise pop-ups, so I never had one on my site. I, I despise pop-ups. I've had one on my site. But temporarily. I just wanted to test it. I 
feel bad about it, but what are you going to do? Um, yes. So uh, if you're wondering how I get, uh, let's flip, flip back to this, how I get this on my site uh, or even the form without having a pop-up, I do have a video on YouTube showing you how I can embed, how to embed a form, a really lightning fast convert kit form on your website. Because uh, here's the thing. ConvertKit, ActiveCampaign, they're all the same. You copy and paste their like, you know, their code for their opt-in form on your website. It is littered with garbage code. External JS, crazy amounts of unnecessary CSS files. Do that yourself, you know, and then so what you do is you can look at the code and strip everything out and just the the core pieces, which I actually go over in that course uh, and in that video as well. You just get those core pieces and then you style them individually and then it works and it's super, super fast. Otherwise, yeah, ConvertKit and ActiveCampaign and Drip and, and MailChimp and all of these like things that you embed on your own site or use a plugin to embed on your own site are going to crush your page speed. You can fix that. There is a video on YouTube you can watch from Money Lab, but it's also covered in depth in PageSpeed for Bloggers. And in PageSpeed for Bloggers, I give all of these code snippets as well for free. So, or as part of the course, I guess. Um, yeah. Is short code for something like SendinBlue, the MailChimp competitor for a newsletter sign up, better than embedding a form from that company? Does it slow down less than an embed code signup sheet? So I, I think, yes. I mean, essentially the idea is whatever you get from these companies, SendinBlue, same thing they're gonna be filled with unnecessary code. You have to remove as much as possible. Like there's a delicate way to do it. You remove all the CSS, any reference to CSS, but you have to make sure that the form still works. So you, so you start removing pieces from the code and you basically just have your form. So your form and then your input and your submit button and then your end tag for form. That's really all you need. And then in there, there's one action line. You need to keep the action line. You need to keep the post line. But other than that, like there may be some IDs that you need to keep because that's how it submits the form. But you have to test that to make sure that it's actually continue to submit while you remove as much external code as possible. And if you do that, it's totally fine. Then you just style that form as it's if it's a basic HTML form and it continues to work. Uh, and it's it's massive. It, it'll that's a huge. We're just gonna chalk that up as a detail. I didn't write that down, but that is a huge one that you can that you can save a ton of money on. Uh, yes, that that video is called "How to Add a Fast ConvertKit Email Form to Improve Page Speed" from Money Lab. Uh, question is, how do you know from Vicky? How do you know if your hosting company is the issue? Are there some signs that can help you pinpoint if that's an issue as opposed to something else? Yes, going back to GT Metrics, this first oh you can't see that this first line right here. If this has got blocking, you know, this is only blocking, you know, 0 0.8 milliseconds. But if, if this is, if this like tan khaki line was way bigger, uh, then yes. And you'll see this is, this will be pretty large and taking up a lot of this. Um, that's a telltale sign. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think, so Jeremiah says, I don't think SiteGround will hold you up. They are pretty well optimized. Yes, I've I've heard that too. I'm not sh again. I'm not. I've never used SiteGround, but I've heard good stuff. 
Uh, again, what good? What's a good plugin for it in SVG? We we already got that. That is safe SVG. Thank you, Ben. Um, ah, this is a great question. Oh wait, why can't I click that question? Damn it! I just lost the. Oh shit! Hold on. Here we go. This is a great question. Why would an SVG logo show up differently on different devices, specifically the font? Great question. Okay. The reason that happens is because the font that you, whatever, whatever you use to design that logo in, you probably use something like Illustrator or Adobe XD or something like that. You created the font. You created that text, right? You wrote that text down. That is a text file. Okay. That's not an image yet. That's a tech. That's a text file. So what it's doing is this SVG is, is code. It's not really an image file. It's, it's just a block of code. And that's why it loads so quickly because you're not you know, grabbing an external file. You're just grabbing lines of code, which is the fastest thing you can read. And so what happens is it's it doesn't know what that font is because it doesn't, it doesn't, the SVG doesn't store that font information. And so what happens is because if your website doesn't have that font installed or your, sorry, your computer doesn't have that font installed, it's just going to pick some random font and it's going to look stupid. So it, the way to fix that is when you're designing the logo and you create your font, you type it all out and you're like, this is the way I want it to look. Right click that font and convert that font to outlines. What that does is it takes that, that text and now creates it as a vector image where you can literally move points in like the M to whatever you want. Once you do that, it becomes a fully vectored image. And that's why that happens. What's cool about SVG logos specifically is they absolutely look great on retina displays where, you know, when you have PNGs or other, you know, image files like that, they can get crushed. Speaking of images, which I did not mention, and I'm such an idiot for not including it on the cards. WP Rocket owns another company called Imageify. If we go to back to uh, what is this called? Brew Cabin. Um, I have a tool called Imageify. This is something that basically is image. It's image compression. Because I'm lazy loading files, it's you know you could you could argue it's not even that important, but um, it makes it makes images load so much faster. So even in the lazy loading process, those images are going to come up really fast. So it almost feels like it's not lazy loading. And the reason, and so that means I can upload any size file I want to WP, you know, to WordPress. And what it's going to do is when it uploads, this program is basically going to take that file. It sends it off to its servers in the background and it does all the compression work. And then it brings it back into WordPress and you have a compressed file. So, you know, if you're, if you export your JPEG at, you know, one megabyte, which is insanely high, uh, and you upload it to WordPress, it might cut that in half to like 512 mega or kilobytes or whatever. So, um, I like doing this, this way. I have it set to ultra. I have it auto optimized images. I, uh, keep originals as backups, but I don't serve them up. I don't create WebP versions of images. And the reason I don't do that is because I do like right clicking and saving something as a JPEG and not as a W a WebP file. Um, and that's just me. I don't know. And plus I, it screwed everything up. I don't, I don't deal with it. It's, I don't think it's worth it, but yeah, that's uh, Imageify is great. 
let's go back to questions. Let's see. Sorry, I'm being very quiet. Uh, yeah, so uh, what size is your images? Here's a, here's a, a quick tip too. Um, when I create images, you know, whether it's in Photoshop or Adobe XD or Illustrator, I'm specifically creating it for my website. Um, my website, let's just go to it real quick. If we right click, hit inspect, just so we can see what this looks like. Uh, I'm gonna grab this and I'm just gonna hover over here. You oh, you probably can't see that, it's way too small. I'm gonna say, can I, no, I can't zoom in. So basically what I wanna say is that the, the, the max width of my content is 800 pixels. It has been that way for almost 10 years. It uh, To me, it is just like the right amount of width is too wide and your eyes are like reading like this and it's like ah my eyes are strained but like you know in a book you read you know kind of like a column that's why columns are a thing right in newspapers it's like well that and space issues but uh you have this like you don't want your eyes to like have to do all this like stretching work so mine are 800 pixels wide max so all of my images are 800 pixels max i upload them to wordpress at that width It also saves space. Just wanted to point that out. Um, okay, so I use your carbonate theme, Sean asks. One question, do you think it's worth narrowing the desktop width to better coincide with mobile so you have every, so you have two very well optimized layouts? No, everything is, is, is mobile friendly. So again, going back to uh, this, if we click the mobile button, I mean, it scales, so it, it it just works. And then this is as wide as it gets for desktop, is 800 pixels wide. Uh, yeah, again, I use Carbonate, Gavin, and moving forward, here we go. Jim asks, what are your thoughts on Gutenberg? Sucks, I hate it. I hate writing in Gutenberg. Michelle will tell you. Um, we're not fans. We're not fans. Um, so, uh, let's see. Uh, talking about sending out for your email list. Yeah, so uh, John asks, is there something we can use to shrink uh, existing JPEGs and PNGs? Yep, Imageify. Use Imageify. If you want to do it manually, you can use something like tinypng.com. Um, it's a little panda. You can go and just like drag your files up into it and crush it. There's a bunch of those um, free tools that you can just like take a file off your desktop, drag it in, it'll crush the file, and then it'll give you something back, and then you have to re-upload that to, to WordPress. But within WordPress, you can use something like Imageify. Another one is WP Smush. Um, I pay for Imageify. I think it's worth it. And yeah. Um, Susan from Orchard People asked, I'd like to know about contact forms. I use Forminator. Does it slow down my site? I don't know for a fact if it does, but look at your GT metrics and see if there are any. Here's what you can do. Put your site into GT metrics. Again, let me show my screen. And look at this column, the domain column. Let me just blow it up. Whoops. That's the opposite way of blowing things up. Okay. Look at domain. 
if you see anything from Forminator.com, that means that Forminator, the, the actual plugin, is using external JavaScript or external CSS files or some kind of external file to display your forms. That is no, you don't need that. That's unnecessary. It's probably a CSS file or a JS file that they need, or they're maybe doing some tracking that you don't really know about. You know, so if it's there, then it's bad. If it's not there, um, they could be loading the JavaScript or the CSS files in line. So you won't see it in the domain. So you literally have to hover over each one of these and just look at, um, if you, if you, let's see if I can find one. Uh, yeah, so it's hard to, I don't think I have one. But basically you look at the full URL, right? Let me just look up here. So it says brewcabin.com slash WP content slash uploads. And then that's, it's just, that's just my, you know, that's my media folder for, for WordPress. Uh, if it says WP content, or I should say WP admin slash themes or slash plugins slash the name of the plugin, which might be Forminator, and then it's some file. That means that Forminator is creating these files and loading them in your either your head or your footer, your header.php or your footer.php through um, a WPNQ, which it's, we don't have to get into that. But check to see how many they're loading. And if they're loading, if, it's, if they have a lot of this like brown bar that's blocking other things from loading, okay? You don't want things blocking things from loading. And if it's doing that, then you can get away from that. Um, Vicky, I read an article that said you can imagine walking into a store and being approached immediately by someone asking you for your email. I thought that was a good way to think of it. Yeah, and again, talking about pop-ups, um, it's it's certainly like, yeah, it's it's just, I mean, that's why I tried the exit intent, but even that's freaking annoying. Like, especially when you accidentally put your mouse up above, you know, the content, it's like, Dude, I get it. You want my email address. Oh my God. Here's what you can do. If you <laughs> go to go to moneylab.co slash email, it's a parody. I've mentioned it before. Um, you'll never want <laughs> to put pop-ups in your site again. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Vicky says, I got page speed for bloggers and that helped me a ton. I'm not super technical, so I'm still going through bits and pieces and I know a lot more than I did. Yeah, uh, it is... Yeah, it's 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 good. It's good. Of course, if I do say so myself. Uh, what's the weird purple wait time? Uh, no, I, I added the word weird. <laughs> A Freudian slip. What is the purple wait time? Is extremely long on the waterfall. Uh, that would be. Uh, it's called waiting. Chances are it's probably external. It's an external file that's waiting to be downloaded. Um, so yeah. Jeremiah says, I feel that something should be mentioned is that using PageSpeed Insights to test is great, but Google really cares more about real user data from Chrome browsers. Check Search Console to see that. Yeah, you can use Google Search Console and it's all there. Um, that's... For, for sure. I mean, obviously, like Lighthouse and, and PageSpeed Insights is their, is their tool, but um, yeah. 
Susan asks, WP Eagle uses Canva and saves all the images to the right size in Canva before importing. Yes. Uh, I mean, I don't use Canva, but yes, that's exactly what I do is I actually just make sure it's the right size and then I import it. But then I also use Imageify, which crushes it even more. Gutenberg sucks. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, Vicky uses Smoosh instead of Imageify. Yes. Uh, it doesn't matter. But Imageify I found to be a lot easier. And it's kind of like it's so in the background. Like what's cool about Imageify, it's owned by WP Rocket. And I, I forget it's there. Like it just does its job. And I, it doesn't like bombard me with like ads and shit, which I think WP Smush does. And I'm like, get on my face. You know what I mean? Just get on my face. Uh, oh, here's one. Do you know any solution for 503 Amazon services unavailable? I don't um, know what that is, but uh, if you're having issues with, um, I don't, I mean, it, that could be your hosting company that's using Amazon, you know, A or what is it, WS3, what the hell? Yeah, something, whatever their, whatever their cloud services is. Uh, I think like Kinsta uses Google's. Um, could be an issue with that, but I would contact your hosting company if you're having like 503 issues with your website. But if you're having it with affiliate links, um, like if you're having broken affiliate links, you can use Lasso. I, I, I used to, you know, Lasso is very much, uh, you know, part of, I invented part of it. And um, I'm only an affiliate now. I no longer have any sort of like any equity with the company or anything. Uh, so boo. <laughs> Uh, but it's, uh, it's what I use for doing all of my, uh, affiliate links. It's what I manage all my affiliate links. And what's cool about it is that it automatically checks for inventory and if any links are broken, then you can go in and manually fix them. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. So Liana asked, uh, pop up, slow down my site. What is a better option? A better option is embedding your pop-ups is embedding them on your website. So again, looking at uh and in fact let me just let me show you money lab i mean I think money lab is a great example of this so if we go to this post um at the very top is my pop-up quote unquote right it's 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 just at the top it's just there you know uh i'm a little bit more uh direct when it comes to asking for email addresses on money lab because that's yeah i'm not recommending you just go on your website and say give me your email address uh, Money Lab is a very special place. Everyone kind of gets it. And if you need more convincing, you can click this button. And this is my whole pop-up, you know, just all these things kind of hit you and slide-ins and it's a it's a bit. Um, but uh, did I just lose my place? But yeah, so uh, so Money Lab, if you look at, there, so there's that there. And then in the center of the post, scroll, 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 you can see how these images are like popping up super fast. Uh, that's Imageify plus exporting them at 800 pixels wide plus lazy loading with WP Rocket. Then you have this middle post, which is like, hey, welcome to the middle of the post. Now can I have your email address? Now can I please have your email address? Gotta say please. And your email address, that's a pop-up, quote unquote, but it's embedded and it's super lightweight. I mean, it's literally just a block of HTML code. There's nothing else here. So we just like, hover over it. It's just a block. You can't really see this. I know. I'm sorry, but it's, it's a handful. It's a, it's a few lines of code. Uh, and then CSS for the button really. And like the design of it, but that's pretty much it. 
And then all the way at the very bottom of the post, I'm like scrolling too fast for the lazy loader. There's another one. These are all just built into the theme. And in fact, if you buy Carbonate, the, my website or my, my theme, again, moneylab.co slash Carbonate, uh, carbon eight, carbon life form, and you need to eat to feed that carbon life form. That's how you can remember it. That's how no one should remember it, but that's how you can remember it. Um, with, with Carbonate, I actually just uploaded two new videos yesterday into like, so you get kind of like a mini course on how to use, you know, Carbonate because it is very lightweight, which means there's no like customizable shit in the back end of WordPress that like, oh, here, enter in your hex code for this color. It's like, it doesn't have any of that because all of that shit slows down the front end of your website. So I didn't add any of that. All of it you have to do in code, but I teach you how to do it with videos and, and articles and stuff. And it all comes with Carbonate. So I just uploaded two videos yesterday, one on how to create this bottom box, how to create the top box, and how to create the middle box automatically. So that it'll automatically add that box in the middle of your content, or you can add it with a short code if you wanna add it manually to your post. So all of that is part of Carbonate for 79 bucks or $49 a month if you sign up for Money Lab Pro. I feel like this is a big ass commercial but perhaps worth it. I, I'm loving these questions. We're gonna keep going in case, nope, that's it. Um, wait, there's one more. So this one's from Vicky. I have some weird something right in the middle of my GT Metrics waterfall. Any ideas what that might be? Takes up, I, I know, I, you'd have to look at your domain. You have to look at the, the line and you could do some detective word to figure it out. You can even click it and it'll give you some information. Um, but yeah, it's all there. Do I think, do you think, or me, I guess, uh, the AWS light sale hosting is fast enough? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know. I'm assuming <laughs> it's, it's Amazon, and a lot of people are on that. Um, yeah. The other thing, we have another one from DJ Chuck D in the house. How do I add Google Site links to my website so they appear? Uh, you don't you that's a seo question and it's kind of like google right i'm pretty sure michelle if you can chime in i'm pretty sure the google um the way you do that hold on the way you do that is uh let me let me pull up is it does brew cabin have it no some university might have it so this is what i'm well okay here's how here's how you can do it some ideas. One is I, if you notice, I have four links at the top. That is by design. That is the carbonate philosophy. Having a ton of like navigation is ridiculous and stupid. Figure out a way to get four up there. That's site links. When you click into a post, I have these, um, so I have the way that the architecture is set up on some university, which I talk about in the carbonate course and in my SEO course, I talk about how to set up your website so that it, the architecture is correct because you want to basically set up your website so that you can get to articles as fast as humanly possible. But I do have them categorized appropriately and I created these sort of, um, 
breadcrumbs, which you can create with uh, Yoast SEO, or I believe, uh, I don't know if Rank Math does it, but um, you could look at it. You can create breadcrumbs. And so it would create a category page on your website. So you'd have, so for me, I have the way it's, the way this site is structured currently, um, which I think is the best site structure that I have to date for me is I have the homepage. I have a main category, which is called swimming pool care. And then I have subcategories, pool troubleshooting, pool water chemistry, pool maintenance, pool equipment, pool opening, pool lifestyle. If you click these, they take you to a subcategory page with all of the pool lifestyle posts. If you click into one of these posts, you can see it's under swimming pool care, which is the master category, the parent category, and then underneath that is pool lifestyle. So if you wanted to, you can click back here to pool lifestyle. I don't think users are actually doing this. They could be, I mean, it's, it's useful, um, especially if you're, you know, maybe pool lifestyle isn't, but if you're in pool troubleshooting, right, and you, you know, click chlorine demand, and you're like, oh, I, want, I have some more troubleshooting. You can click that, um, and then you know you can come back here and and see that those posts. This I think it's mostly for it's mostly for Google to give me those site links, and less for user experience. But it also works for user experience. Like it doesn't take up any room, and it's there and it's helpful, and it, and it, you know it works. Um, so Nathan just asked, is the breadcrumbs code within Money Lab Pro? If it isn't, it will be. Uh, I think it is. I think I, I think I added it to Carbonate recently. It's pretty easy. Um, it use it uses Yoast to create the breadcrumbs. So if it's not there, I I, I can I can certainly put it there. Uh, but anyway, and then let's see. Um, so Alex says he has something from. Uh, admin ajax is this yeah so um yes you can improve that there are uh i, I think wp rocket there's something in wp rocket which you can add to to fix that um i think it's the wp uh hold on i'm, I'm looking for it i believe it is this if you if you disable wordpress embeds that should work the other thing you can do is um, you can look up, there's some code blocks that you can find for free where you can remove like emojis, You can, which I think is part of this. You can remove like stupid shit that WordPress adds and, and get rid of that. But yeah, there's a way to get rid of that. If you just Google that, that admin, that Ajax, like somebody has a, a little code block that you can add in your functions.php and totally remove it. Um, you just got approved for Avant link with only 15 articles. Feel like I need to pour gas on where other than keep creating content would you pour said gas? Um, I don't know what Advent link is. I've heard of it, I think. Um, I think it's like it was a way to like automatically add affiliate links. I'm not really sure, but um, I don't know. Let me know in the comments. But let's get back to the deets. All right. Let's uh, I only have a few. So one, it's Carbonate, okay? I've been kind of singing the praises of Carbonate for a while. 
I, 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 it was something that I wasn't planning on ever coming out with because it's a WordPress theme and it's like, oh, you're going to have to update it so much. And it's like, no, man, I, I, I built it right the first time. I've been building this thing for freaking 15 years and it's what all of my websites are based on. It's a really, really simplified WordPress theme. And you can buy it for 79 bucks if you go to moneylab.co slash carbonate. That's where you can find it. But I would recommend joining the MoneyLab Pro community, uh, which is moneylab.co slash pro. And then you get Carbonate and you get all my other courses and you have access to ask questions when you have like a code issue with Carbonate. Um, you don't get that if you just buy Carbonate on its own. But, I, you know, I think honestly switching to this kind of theme, rocket ship, because you're just it basically just removes all the like, you know, especially like a lot of themes, just like, they're, again, they're trying to sell themes without a philosophy. Carbonate is a philosophy first and then a theme second, which is like less is more. You don't need drop downs in your header. You don't need like JavaScript to have pop-ups and JavaScript to do all these like silly animations. No one gives a shit. They're all on their phones. Everyone's on their phones looking at your website. They don't see anything anyway. Sidebars are bullshit, even though, I have sidebars. I teach you how to add a sidebar. If you really want to add a sidebar to Carbonate, I don't recommend it because no one's looking at it. They're all on their they're all on their mobile phone. The sidebar gets pushed all the way underneath the content. <sighs> yes, Sean, I do have an affiliate program for my swim university products. Email me. Matt at moneylab.co. Um the other thing I, I mentioned earlier was using WebSafe fonts. Again, we talked about that. Um and then the other thing is like no external JavaScript. I know this is really difficult, but if you can limit the amount of times that your website has to go to another website to retrieve stuff to even load your website, you're going to save so much. That's because like you're relying on someone else. They better have their shit together or else your site's going to be slow. And God forbid they screw something up and then your site's trying to find that thing and it can't and your website loads like garbage. Just don't, you know, and, and you know, limit the amount of plugins. Uh, let me show you my plugin stack. This is my plugin stack. And I'll explain each one when it loads. And then we'll, we'll take a few more questions and then we'll wrap things up. Hopefully this, you know, you've learned some stuff. I would love if you if you if you watch this and you took any of my advice and you made your website faster, then please email me, Matt at moneylab.co. Send me screenshots. Let me know what you did. I'm really interested in hearing about what you've what you've discovered, what you've learned. Because I I just I think this is super fascinating. We're all about to see our rankings get crushed if we don't have fast websites. It's going to happen mid-June, possibly August. Who knows? But it's happening. I've been singing the praises of PageSpeed for a very long time. Now, there's people out there like Brian Dean who's like, fucks PageSpeed. I don't care. We did a whole experiment. Dude, it's, it's coming. The reckoning is here. It's coming. Same with Amazon. Remember that shit last year? Where it's all about future-proofing our businesses. Here's the thing. It's not rocket science. And I'm going to go on a little soapbox here. Just think about it. 
Just sit down in a quiet room and think about your website. Should my website load fast for my visitors or should it load terribly slow? Which one do I want? I want it to load slow. I want to sit there and shuffle a deck of cards and just wait until this website loads that I give two shits about. That's what I want. That's a great user experience. Come on, sit down for a second and think about it. Plus, I mean, less is like, you don't, it's, it's all bullshit. Just get rid of the bullshit. Give me the fucking answer as fast as humanly possible. Duh. And now Google's like, yeah, duh. But now we're going to penalize you for not being a forward thinker, which is not even forward thinking, just normal. Sorry. <laughs> uh, here's my stack. I have Admin Columns Pro, which is just for me because I am a, I just, here, well, here's what Admin Columns Pro does, people. Give me a second. It makes, I can add, I can add things here in these columns in, Word, in the back end of WordPress. It doesn't put anything on the front end of my website. I like it. It's nice. Um, you know, when it comes to page speed, there's really nothing, you know, like admin columns pro advanced custom fields. I don't really use it for anything, but it's there. doesn't add anything to the front of the website anyway. Um, anti-spam. I don't have comments on my website. Comments slow on your website. Who's, who's got the time? <laughs> who's got the time to read comments? Are they really adding any value to your blog post? How many times you read a blog post and you scroll down to the comments and you're like, yeah, I want to hear what egg Egbert, the egg guy thinks about my fucking article. That's that that's going to bring value. No, sorry. <laughs> Classic editor cuz Gutenberg sucks. Um I have this disable XML RCP. I don't think it's uh working anymore, but I don't think you need it anymore either. I think WordPress updated that. Imageify for sure. Uh, Lasso is the uh, plugin for affiliate links. Redirection is what I use. It's a totally free plugin. It's what I use to redirect. I have to do 301 redirect. So if I change a URL, um, I'll redirect it to the new URL. If I delete a page, I'll redirect it to the homepage or something else. Um, and oh, can you see other things? Here's another cool one that I don't talk about all that much. Slash edit. It's a really simple plugin. All it does is I'm on my website and it's, you know, I can just type in the word edit in the top of the URL, right? Uh, if I scroll down here, I just type in the word edit if I'm logged in to WordPress and it will automatically take me to that page's edit screen. Um, I like it. It's, it's a simple plugin. WP Link Status Pro, it's no longer a thing, but... If you sign up for Money Lab Pro, it's in there. I got a copy of it, but they no longer do it anymore. Um, yeah, WP Link Status Pro is great because it checks for broken links and you allows you to fix them on the fly. It has been working for this whole time, even though they're not updating it anymore. They're no longer longer even selling it, but it is an absolute kick-ass plugin. WP Rocket, of course, and then I also add. WP Rocket YouTube preview image resolution, which is like this like secret little like extra plugin that they offer. Uh, you can just Google it and find it. And um, it just, you know, customizes the revolution, resolution, not revolution, the resolution of the YouTube preview images for videos. And of course, Yoast SEO, which is what I'm using. That said, uh, I know people are talking a lot about rank math. 
but I have not pulled the trigger because, come on, I got other things to do. Moving back. Uh, we got some uh, last questions, and then we'll wrap it up. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, let's see. Let's go back up to the top. Uh, yeah, Carbonate is brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> I have no knowledge of CSS, just trial and error. Uh, Carbonate is just future-proofing your site. It's true. Um, and it's really easy once you get it. I mean, it's like, I, I mean, again, you can be a Money Lab Pro. I'll just tell you how to do things. It's, you know. Yeah. Uh, Carbonate made me look as if I knew anything about web dev. Because I just, I, I, in the code itself, and I'm, and I'm, you know, I haven't improved it in like two years. It doesn't need to be improved, personally. Uh, but I included a lot of comments on how to do everything. So it's all kind of bait built in the code. It's pretty easy. Uh, Jeremiah, I'm going to, I'm going to make a video of me moving my site from Squarespace to Carbonate. That would be cool. Let me know. I'll, I'll promote. I'll promote. Uh, oh, okay. It's going to include before and after speed, search console data, traffic, yada, yada. Let me know. Link me. Uh, do it. Make sure to push it as migrating from Squarespace to WP. Yes. Squarespace to WordPress using Carbonate. It's good. Um, that way you get that sweet SEO juice. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Remove the bells and whistles. Agree entirely, Matt. Yes. Uh, and the thumbnail will say fastest theme ever. Thank you. Yes. Egbert. LOL. I don't know. Egbert. Uh, so much spam and comments. So Vicky says we got rid of those a couple years ago. Best decision. Same. I mean, I had comments. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not, you know, I didn't, I'm not that future thinking, but I, I went from having the comments that are built into WordPress, and then you have to deal with that, like, friggin' plugin, you know, that ask, ask commit plugin, ask commit plugin or whatever it is. And then um, I switched to Discuss, which is, like, D-I-S-Q-U-S, -S, which is a nice plugin. But, again, it's, like, tons of JavaScript and lazy loading, like, people's comments. And it's, like, the only thing comments ever did was give me some, like – Sometimes somebody would write a comment and they'd be like, oh, I read this article and did you know this? And it's like, oh, no, I didn't. Thank you. Uh, and then I just added that to the, the article because the articles can always be updated. And unfortunately, it makes that comment irrelevant. You know what I mean? So it's like, do I do you delete the comment because you fixed it or do you keep it? Uh, whatever. Uh, Fuck you, Tom says that's a pretty small stack. Mine's bigger. Okay, Tom. Brent C, get Carbonate, it works. Oh, okay, this is just an ad, but I'll, I'll read it anyway. We're in the process of switching to Carbonate and the staging site. No caching is loading our pages in 0 0.5 to 0 0.8 seconds. This is down from three to eight seconds. I'm, yes, because it's it removes, you're not loading anything. Um, Diego, what do you think WordPress is, why do you think WordPress is pushing Gutenberg so hard? Are they trying to compete with Squarespace? Yeah, yes. That's why. And, 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 you know, for some people, you know, here's the other thing about Gutenberg is Gutenberg is, I'm going to make a statement. I don't know if it's true, but I think Gutenberg is for people who are, they're not designers. They're not thinking about their themes. They're getting like a very, you know, simple theme 
and they're using Gutenberg to design those posts. Uh, it's just overkill. It's, and it's like, it's really janky. And, and, I, and I, don't, I don't ever see it getting, it, it, it'll be good. It's just too much. It's like, dude, I don't want all that freaking code in my in my content. That's the other thing too. When you you'll notice it if you if you use Gutenberg and you switch back to the classic editor and you click the text, uh, you know, the toggle for visual to text, you'll see all this like extreme uh, x x what is it? Just bullshit extra, you know, HTML code in your content. You're like, the amount of times that I've had to spend going through and deleting all that, and I don't want that shit there. It's awful. So yeah, I don't. I think it's just bad. Um, Mason, hey, what's up, Mason? Mason asks, why does my lighthouse speed crush it on desktop and then take a shit on mobile? That's the thing. Is is you know that's why mobile loads first when you look at the. It's you know let's go back to the screen. Uh, if you can see over here, oh, you can't really see it, but over here it auto it defaults load in mobile. Um, it probably has something to do with. Uh, first contentful paint. I mean, look at your look at your vitals and see which one it is, and you want to get these all to be green. Uh, and it's and it'll tell you. I think they have different. Di yeah, so it should have different diagnostics for each one, and it'll tell you which one it is. But yeah, I mean, you really need to have it. It needs to be good on mobile. It needs to be good on mobile. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, if, if we just keep typing comments, are you going to keep reading them? Well, not now. So that's it. That's the episode. Thank you so much for watching, everyone out there. Again, if you have, um, just to kind of go over uh, my affiliate links, if you want to if you want to use any of these products, um, I recommend that you do. I, I mean, definitely switch your hosting company if you're not on something like Kinsta or WP Engine or, you know, just check... GT metrics to see where you're at. That's going to get, I'm serious. It's going to gain you like a ton of speed. Um, and then moving and then adding Cloudflare. Cloudflare is free. There's no, there's no reason not to use it. Um, and then if you pay for it, you can do special rules. You can add in, uh, I do something. The, oh, the one thing I didn't talk about was the, uh, there's this thing called Argo, A-R-G-O, not the Ben Affleck movie. Argo is, um, this ability to, uh, what does it say? It's a service that uses optimized routes across the Cloudflare network to deliver responses to your users more quickly, reliably, and securely. I have that turned on and I pay for that based on the traffic. So like for me, Cloudflare for all three of my sites costs about 80 bucks a month. Uh, and then and then WP Engine costs about 100 bucks a month. So almost spending like 200 bucks a month just to serve up a website. Uh, again, super important to me to have a very, very quick website for all of my stuff. Uh, you don't need to do that but I recommend it. Uh, using something like Carbonate, which you can go to moneylab.co slash Carbonate, uh, Carbon, C-A-R-B-O-N-N, or C-A-R-B-O-N-A-T-E. I have such a hard time spelling that word. Um, WP Rocket, 100%, use it. If you're using WordPress, you have to use WP Rocket. I think it's the best plugin out there for page speed, and if, if not the only one that I would ever recommend. Uh, and that is moneylab.co slash Rocket. Uh, finally, if you want, yeah, WP engine moneylab.co slash engine. And then if you want to get more, if you want to get deeper into page speed, uh, check out page speed for bloggers. I would recommend you sign up for money lab pro it's moneylab.co slash pro join the community, hang out with us. We're all there. We do a happy hour every Friday 
and we do this show every week and I'm in there talking and gabbing. It's fun. I'm having a good time. It's been great. Uh, we launched it back in February and it's been going well. Uh, a lot of people in the chat uh, are in that community as well. So thank you very much, everyone. Appreciate it. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.